Hey everyone, welcome to the Weathering Effect episode 76. Today's date is January 3rd, 2021, and I am Duds, or Duds versus Known Around to the Interwebs. And I'm Jimbo. You may know me as Jimbo Slice 23. We're back in 2021. So, how has your break been, Duds? It really hasn't felt much like a break. Yeah. Obviously, we weren't doing the show, but in the time we do the show, I filled that with making more episodes trying to push those out. Uh, I noticed that a lot of the Minecraft YouTube community took time off. Yeah. And they're still kind of taking time off. I was like, so I want to see if I can't uh, skirt my episodes into this time off, get some more viewership or whatever. And, and it didn't happen, but I'm I'm pretty happy with the episodes I put out in that time. So at least I got that going for me. Yeah. I did miss the podcast a lot. I found myself sitting at my desk on Sunday mornings going, oh. Wait a minute. This don't feel right. I'm going to put some notes down just just because. <laughs> well, the first week we had off, I actually started typing stuff up on the sheet. And I was just like, wait a minute. We're not recording anything this week. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, outside of Minecraft and stuff, I spent time working in my office, constantly toying around in here, getting things hung up on the walls. I found some old uh, posters. And pictures and stuff, hung those up. I got my 2020 Stanley Cup championship picture for the Tampa Bay Lightning hung up. And my office feels complete. I'm really happy with it. Oh, I broke my office chair over the break. Mm. So I had to fix that. Got that fixed. My wife stole mine. I got her chair. Nice. She's got mine. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of it for my uh, break. What about you? What have you been working on? Well... I was doing a lot of recording mm-hmm. during the Christmas time, you know, holiday season. Kind of gets you in the mood to do something Christmassy, holidayish. So I, you know, I did a lot on the server, put out a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Right after Christmas, I did a big time lapse at my base. This will be in the video upcoming. I'm like 13 minutes in to my video with editing, and. Uh, mm-hmm. I slowed down, kind of took a break because I did a pretty big time lapse. So, yeah, I just I just got to finish up that episode. That should be out next week. I was I was wanting to do it this week, but things came up to where wasn't able to finish it. Mm-hmm. Spent a lot of time with the family and playing games with the kids. The kids had a good Christmas. We got the kids a three-in-one pool table, mm-hmm. which has pool, billiards. If you're not familiar with pool, we call it pool here, I guess. But billiards, uh, air hockey, and foosball. Nice. We've been playing with that a lot, and I am not very good at <laughs> foosball. I think it, yeah, foosball is the one I'm pretty bad at. My wife's a pro. I don't like playing her. She beats me pretty bad. Yeah, I'm not good at any of that, so don't worry. <laughs> pool. I can. I'm good at pool, but it's a little table, so it's definitely different. Mm-hmm. And uh, trying to put my New Year's resolutions in. You know, trying to do some things different that I've done last year. We're going to talk about resolutions in the post show. Yeah. But I guess I could tell you one of mine now. It's it's to try to do at least a 15-minute meditation every day, every single day. That's cool. Yeah, just trying to get my mind right and start the day off on the good side. Right. Because sometimes you wake up on the bad side and the whole day just goes to crap. Mm-hmm. I want to wake up, have a coffee, probably, 
do like a 15 minute sit there, you know, breathe, watch your breathing. Things come in and out of your mind, all your thoughts, and then just 15 minutes. It really calms you down and gets you going for some reason. Yeah. I've done it many times, but I've kind of lost it and I want to get that back. That's one of my resolutions. But uh, yeah, the breaks, the break's been great to me. I, I miss the podcast also. Yeah, I'm looking from time to time. What day is it? When are we starting back? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Now we're here. Glad to be back. Yeah, it is good to be back. If it feels like home, <laughs> that yeah. getting back into this, feel just as comfortable. Time we yeah, we when we stop. Yeah, but talking about podcast and milestones and stuff, we hit fifty thousand listens right before we went on break. Yeah, right before Whoa. the break. <laughs> now there there is one problem with that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I made a deal that if we could hit fifty thousand listens. I would play one of the like high pixel mini game things. I was with you on that. <laughs> we'll we'll come up with a day or a time, and we'll probably do it in a live stream, or at least I will, just to make sure people can watch and they know how to join us and play. We need to know how to play. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're gonna like rent out any kind of servers or anything, but it'll be a hey, the Withering Effect community is playing this game here join in i'm not sure how it's gonna work we need to talk to some people who actually play the mini games and stuff yeah there are there are some patrons patrons of ours that uh wanted us that kind of made the deal the bet with us so we're gonna Mm -hmm. see what it is they want us to play probably Mm -hmm. and see how to go about doing that yeah but i'm curious to like there's bed wars Mm -hmm. manhunt i think is one Uh, i there's a bunch of new games now that are becoming really popular besides survival and stuff like that so pretty curious i think the only mini games i know of were spleef and missile wars that was it i see i don't even know those ones <laughs> so we'll get some stuff together i'm sure carl's gonna want to come up with a pretty picture advertisement thing saying when we're gonna do it so nobody misses it and everything put a picture of me on there dead <laughs> arrow in the back of the head we're both slayed on the ground <laughs> exactly because we stink at mini games we stink at pvp just trying to give you a real life picture yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be hard but other like good minecraft news like this was a good year for minecraft yeah minecraft was the most watched game on youtube with 201 billion views it's a lot and to put that into perspective, number two was Roblox at 75 billion views. Yeah, it's not even half of Minecraft's yeah. views. Grand Theft Auto V, don't know how that game is still around, had 70 billion views. And Fortnite, 67 billion views. I guess we can call Fortnite dead and everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm joking. I may not like Fortnite, but I'm not calling Fortnite dead. Yeah, you think Among Us. Yeah, you think Among Us would be up there. Yeah, it did come on a little late, but you think it would be up there. It's got to be in the billions, I imagine, but mm-hmm. yeah, not top five. Yeah. And what about you? You have some Minecraft news. Yeah, we actually weren't able to cover the Axolotl snapshot. So we're. I was going to cover it a little bit. All right. This is snapshot 20W51A mm-hmm. with the Axolotls. Axolotls currently love tropical fish. Though this may change, tropical fish and tropical or tropical fish buckets can be used to mate axolotls. Axolotls will swim around with you if you're holding a tropical 
tropical fish or tropical fish bucket in one of your hands. When a player kills a mob that axolotl was attacked, that the axolotl was attacking or being attacked by, the axolotl will show its appreciation by granting the player temporary regeneration and removing any mining fatigue effects. Now that I've watched Exuma's video on that, he wasn't able to show that part. Wasn't able to figure that out, but it's in there. Hmm. You can pick up your axolotl in a water bucket and carry it around just like a salmon or cod. Axolotls will always chase after squids and other types of fish. I've only seen it chase after squids Yeah. at this moment. Axolotls are skittish, but they will attack drowned and guardians if you tempt them with their favorite food, tropical fish. So we all know they eat tropical fish. Said so many times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Axolotls do not like it out of water and will dry up and begin to take damage if they are out of water for longer than five minutes. Mm. Axolotl will not dry up as long as they are in water or rain. That's cool to know. Uh, sometimes when an axolotl takes damage, it will pretend to be dead so that it stops being attacked. I like that animation. Yeah. There are four common varieties and one rare variety of axolotl, and axolotls do not spawn in the world. Wait. Axolotls do not spawn in the world. In the world yet. Yeah. But you can find spawn... Okay, okay. For creative in the snapshots. Yeah, it's just, just a snapshot thing. Just like the caves don't generate yet, but you can still yeah. see parts of the caves and all that good jazz. A, a couple skulk sensor changes I'd like to throw in there. The vibrations won't be heard if you're walking on wool. It's not a thing anymore, so... And you can uh, silence them by waterlogging them. Good to know. Hmm. But the axolotls, you have anything on that? Other they're going to be the most favorite pet of every Minecrafter from now on to the end of time? No. <laughs> yeah, I agree. They are adorable. They are adorable. Not really. Uh, So my next episode, I was trying to work on coming up with a uh, food farm. Uh, my uh, Carl pork chop bucket is running little low so i was like i need to come up with my own food source and i thought about doing cooked salmon because uh, I, I wanted to do something different i didn't want to eat the same food source that like every year it's golden carrots once there's a gold farm made and i was like well i did steak in my own survival everyone's doing pork chops now so i was like how hard is it to make a salmon farm <laughs> real hard but i was like i wonder if the axolotl would attack a salmon and kind of make it a little bit easier to build one of these farms. But I, I'm not waiting till 117 to mm. make a farm. But that could be interesting mechanic if axolotls would tack random fish. Yeah, it says it, you know, tack squid and other fish. Uh, I've seen it attack the squid, mm -hmm. but not anything else. If you do have the fish in your hand, it will attack other hostile mobs. But yeah, not not salmon. So I don't know if you can. Of course, there's always changes to be made. It'd be cool, especially considering they basically got rid of AFK fishers. So mm -hmm. using those as a food source doesn't work anymore. Right. It'd be nice to have another way to farm fish and stuff. Cause, like, I was Googling this for hours trying to figure out, well, how do you build an AFK fisher in 116? Everyone's like, here's how you get it with more loot. It's like, I really don't care about the loot. I, I really just want the fish. Yeah. No, nah, there's not a good way yet. Might have to look into that. Yeah, they're pretty uh, intricate when they're made, the new fish farms. There's so mm -hmm. much involved, so many of the different mechanics you have to take in Yeah, to build one of those things. And that's for the loot. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know why they did it, and I'm not fully against why they did it. The, the loot from AFK Fishing was a bit OP. Yeah, I agree. It's like, but I, I don't want to fit, or the loot, I just want to fish. <laughs> I've watched some Exuma. He's building fish farms that are obviously just for fish because he needs, uh, what is it, blowfish for his potion creation machine. It's like, man, just swim around my base. I get like nine blowfish just above my dome every time I look up. Yeah, if only he could. <laughs> yeah. Well, to me, Minecraft in general, they've got a food problem. They should really look into it. Because basically, it's golden carrots, steak, cooked pork chops, or cooked mutton. Those are really the only quality food. Yes, Avni. I'm going to jump in now. If you guys don't know, Patreons get to listen live. We know Avni has a solution for food, so we're going to tap his video somewhere in the comments if you want to go check that out. But I would I would really like Mojang to take a look at food and maybe not so much create a new food source, but maybe a uh, combination. Let me make advanced foods at some of the lower tier foods. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, if you don't have a cooked food, then kind of pointless yeah i was eat, i i was eating chicken at the beginning of the season even that didn't seem to keep me saturated keep my hunger from not dipping mm-hmm. i go with the cooked pork chops now yes um they're a lot easier to get because of the nether farms the new nether brought us a bunch of easy farms that we're able to take advantage of so yeah cooked pork chops seems like the easiest way to go and the most efficient. Yeah. It is definitely the most abundant food source now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For someone like me who wants to, I want to be a little different. And I even got to the point where I was considering, well, like bread, how good is bread as a food source? It's not, it's garbage. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad early game. Yeah. Well, I even considered making golden apples as a food source. Mm. And no, it takes way too much gold, and apples are a little bit harder to get. Plus, it gives you the uh, satur not saturation, but the absorption effect or something. So it's like, ah. yeah, no. But let's move on to listener comments, and we don't have any, but we figured we would ask you guys. We want to know what you enjoyed the most about Minecraft in 2020. So anything that happened. Between January 1st, 2020 and December 31st, 2020, that was Minecraft related. We would like to know. Mm. We'll be covering our favorite things to come from Minecraft in 2020 here later on. Yes. Yes, we will. Uh, before we do that, we got to go to the Discord ad. This Discord ad is from YDYT. Uh, thank you again, YD. Take it away. Hey, everyone. I'm YDYT, and I'm a member of the Weathering Effect Discord. It's a great place to hang out with fellow listeners like me, and to the people who work on the show. So join today, and let's discuss the game we love. There are links in the show notes. Alright, thanks YD. Uh, if you guys don't know, Discord is where you can get in touch with us the easiest. We're on there all the time, and is the only place you can vote for Block of the Week, which is going to be extremely hard. Because Carl erased the script for Block of the Week as I move around in my chair. Um, yeah. So no script. Basically, Block of the Week this week is the final Block of the Week we're going to have for 
a long time. We're moving on to something new. I will let Carl save that and uh, do his reveal of what we're doing next. Because it is pretty cool. I'm, I'm pretty happy with what we're going to be doing next. I think you guys will be too. Yeah. But as a way to wrap it up, we now have to go through every block that didn't win Block of the Week. Yeah, it looks like there's 10 of them. Yes. Wow. That's why we couldn't continue this. There's only 10 to choose from. So we didn't want to do, you know, the what's what's your favorite block, yellow terracotta or blue terracotta. You know, that's not, <laughs> we're not going to vote on those. You know, something with some kind of function is nice. So, yeah, we got 10 left. Yeah. And we'll go ahead and word you that we don't have fixes or improvements for all of these. Matter of fact, a lot of them are going to be texture improvements. And that's it. Yeah. Because Mojang really has thought about everything when it comes to some of these blocks. You know, it's funny. Right after this, uh, usually usually we do the drum roll. No drum roll. And then uh, I explain some things about these that I don't even have right now. So I'm just kind of going to go off the cuff yeah. and explain some of these things. Nothing like coming back from a month-long break to just wing an episode. Mm -hmm. I never really <laughs> thought about that. I was like, oh, block of the week. I'm, <laughs> I don't have my part in there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But let's get started with the tripwire hook. You can craft a tripwire hook with a wooden plank, a stick, and an iron ingot. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> no, can be used with conjunction of another tripwire hook and string. To create a red zone signal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Getting there. Yeah. Looks really cool when you hang it up on a wall. And that's where I kind of got to my improvement. If you guys have seen the armor stand mod book that's been going around Java, you have the ability to hang tools from a tripwire hook. And I, I just mm -hmm. want that in vanilla. It's so nice. Um, and it's, it's a great way to show off uh, certain stuff. We have item frames and we have pictures or paintings and i would really like the tripwire hook to have the use of hanging stuff from it because when like when you look at redstone traps the tripwire hooks one of the worst traps you can set nowadays mm -hmm. because everyone can see it from a mile away if you i mean if you want to get sneaky you put a redstone ore block underneath a piece of carpet with a observer looking at the redstone ore block right that's how you hide a trap nowadays. And then we got skulk sensors coming out, so tripwire hooks are kind of going to be yeah, non-existent. Yeah, so I think it'd be really cool to allow it to become more of a aesthetic block. Yeah, I'm okay with that. One thing to mention, it can be found naturally in jungle temples. Yup. That was one of my parts I usually did. I figured I'd throw <laughs> that in there. I, I did see on the Discord a while ago to maybe make them smaller or invisible somehow to where they don't stand out as much. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you would do that, but maybe if you were to use them as tripwire hooks, know, make them a little bit smaller. See, I don't know. That's what I like to see. I'd be okay with it. To me, if you're using them as tripwire hooks, you would want them smaller because you're trying to hide them. Mm -hmm. But if you're trying to hide tripwire hook... Like I said, you're not using a tripwire hook anymore. There's better traps out there. And like you said, the skulk sensor's right around the corner. There's no point in using a tripwire hook anymore. It's now going to become a useless tool, except for some 
redstone contraptions. Yeah. Make it an aesthetic thing. Let us do some creative stuff with it. Yeah. And that to me, that kind of comes back to when we've talked about concrete stairs and slab. Mojang's always on the, well, we want you to be more creative. So we hold you back. It's like, no, let our creativity flow by giving us more tools. <laughs> That's what we want. Yeah. Uh, the Armor Stand book is a good tool right now. But if you could do it in vanilla, that'd be even awesomer. And awesomer is a word. Yeah. That would be way more awesomer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so our Tell it's second early. block. <laughs> it's early. Second block. Second block, we got the dropper. Mm-hmm. That is crafted with eight stone and one redstone dust, cobblestone. That yeah, is. I was going to say, say cobblestone. I don't know if you had cut out when you said cobble or not, but yeah, eight cobblestone, no. one redstone dust. Yes. And uh, I guess they could be found naturally. No. No, they can't be found naturally. And uh, they drop an item as an item mm-hmm. when uh, redstone signal is activated, when it's activated by redstone. Not dispensing an item. Not dispensing, dropping it as an item. I've seen that too many times. Yeah. I don't know how many times I've mixed up my dispenser and dropper. Mm-hmm. It's like... <laughs> I was watching a stream, and this guy made a... He was uh, getting rid of his items by putting them in lava, but he was dispensing them into lava instead of dropping them. I was like, you're going to need to change that to a dropper. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, just shooting the arrows in the lava. It was, I think it was like a, uh, some kind of mob farm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's shooting dispensing arrows into the lava. I'm like, the only, only thing is, is those are going to build up. Mm-hmm. And they could cause lag, but whatever. He, he didn't want to take my advice. <laughs> Jibo was like, take my advice. I'm on a podcast. Not a lot of people do, so that's okay. So the patience come in. <laughs> the only thing I would really change about the dropper, other than maybe make the hole a better indicator. Right now it's got that like triangle shape hole to let you know that it's different than a dispenser. But this works for a dispenser at the same time. I would like a little indicator on it just to let you know that there are items inside of it. Not so much how many items are inside of it, because you can do that with a comparator. So I don't want that. But maybe like have a little red dot show up when an item is inside of a dropper. Because every once in a while, droppers and stuff get full and they kind of break. Um, they they will no longer uh, push items out if you do the circuit. It's I don't know if it's a server tick lag thing or whatnot, but I found that just pulling an item out, giving it some air to breathe, will start the system again. So I would like a little indicator that kind of shows you, hey, there's items in here, even though it's not pushing items out. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, there's a there's a face on the dropper. Maybe, you know, the eyebrows can raise when there's an item in there, and then it spits it out. Maybe. I don't like the faces on those things. I was going to mention that, too. Maybe retexture it to where there's not a face. The face thing's kind of, yeah, I, I agree with that. It's kind of weird there being a face yeah. on it. Like, it made sense in a jungle temple because it kind of looks like a statue and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm over it. I'm over the faces on stuff. I think I constantly change my observer texture to the uh, red square texture that it originally came out in Java with. Just because I like that texture better. Yeah. I'm over faces. Stop staring at me, dropper. As of right now, it's like a thing in Minecraft. Yeah. You got the dispenser, dropper, observer. They all have faces on it. So mm-hmm. maybe that's just a thing that they want to keep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm moving on from the dropper. <laughs> okay. It it is like one of my favorite redstone things though. Use it all the time. The dropper? Yeah. To move items. 
I can see that. It is a very useful redstone component. Very useful. Especially yes. now that we know how to silence dropper elevators. Mm-hmm. So they're not constantly click, 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 click. And I know how they work. So that helps. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> the next block, which I'm surprised never won, was the lectern. Yeah. And I don't have many fixes with the lectern, so Jimbo, I'm gonna let you do your like you craft it this way. It it is crafted with a uh bookshelf and some wood. It can be read and give out a signal. I don't know. I'm just making you're kinda getting the gist. Maybe I should have had some notes up for these things. Well, I'll let you go ahead and pull up the target block while I describe how I would fix the lectern. Good idea. To do that. So I really like the lectern. There's not much to change with the lectern other than the texture. I think the redstone signal for the lectern is very cool and was a great idea by Mojang. The we don't want to create stuff without giving it multiple abilities uh, thought process they've been having lately is very, very good. And the lectern, the lectern is kind of up there. Our next block, the target blocks, to me, is the pinnacle of that thought process. But yeah, lectern one. I know you craft it with the bookshelf, and that explains the bookshelf texture in the middle of it. I'd get rid of it. I, I'm not a fan of the bookshelf texture in the lectern. Kind of gives a uh, false premise and stuff. I guess it lets you know how to craft it, but yeah. And then obviously, if you craft it with certain types of wood, I think you should get that color lectern. The only problem with that is now you can't use different types of wood to craft one lectern. Like you can't use three jungle and one dark oak to craft it, which I think everyone would be okay with to get different color lecterns. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, wouldn't mind a texture change. Um, I don't mind the whole bookshelf thing being in there. I kind of like it. I don't use it as much. It is nice to, you know, put a bunch of information out there in one spot. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. would put signs upon signs upon signs and uh, or, th- or write a book to put in there. I know books aren't easy to write on bedrock. I, I guess that could help. Yeah, with the bookshelf texture, I was just thinking of the people who are using lecterns as guardrails on terraces and things. That's a very, mm. very cool look. But to me, the bookshelf part of it kind of ruins that. Yeah. I was more thinking about those people. But then when I was saying it, I realized, oh, well, seeing the bookshelves in a lectern lets you know how to craft a lectern. But do lecterns spawn in the wild? I don't think I've ever seen one. They do. They can be found in villages. I've never seen one in a village. Librarian job site. Yeah. The only things I've found in villages are a brewing stand and a cartography table. Those are like the only two. Like I even have trouble finding blacksmith stuff in a village just because I'm never lucky enough. I find a lot of grindstones. Okay, yeah, I found a grindstone once. The lectern can also be mined with an axe. That's all I got. All right, well, let's move on to the target block. Okay, target block. It is made with four redstone dust. With one hay bale, mm-hmm. uh, target block that provides a temporary redstone charge when hit with a projectile. It's also utility in redstone circuitry or redirecting redstone dust, making it useful, though uncommon, redstone component. 
it is very useful in redstone. Yes. I've seen many people play with it. Mm-hmm. Which gives it so much function as it is. Like, I don't know how you can change it to make it better because as a target block, it's cool, but it's better because you can use it in so many unique ways. And that's just it. I have no notes to make a target block better. Even the texture, I really wouldn't change. But like you said, to me, it's more useful as a redstone component than it is a target. Mm-hmm. So it, it is uh, mined with a hoe. Fastest way to break it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the new Mojang way. Everything gets mined with a hoe. Yes, especially if it's made with a hay bale. But yeah, I love the target block. Uh, I think it's, it is one of the future of redstone components. We all thought the observer was going to do that, and it does it a little bit. But nothing does it as good as the target block. So GG's target block. Yes. It's made a, uh, a lot of different games. Came up with a lot of different games with the target block. Mm-hmm. Uh, next block is another one of those blocks, like, how do you change it? And it's the crafting table. Yeah. I actually, ha- I actually have a fix for the crafting table, but I didn't write it down. Uh, the notes I got for crafting table, uh, of course, it can be made with four wood planks. Any four wood mm-hmm. planks will do. It allows a player to craft a variety of blocks and items. That's pretty much it. Mined with an axe, also. Yeah. can be found naturally in many different places. Igloos, witch huts, villages. Fixes to crafting table. We obviously have the most obvious, I know I said obvious twice there, the texture. Different woods should create different colored crafting tables. Um, but I'm going to go a step further, and I would like, one, a more 3D crafting table, at least on the top. So the little sections, the nine spaces where you put blocks and items into craft, I'd like that section to be a bit 3D, and I would also like it to save items left in the crafting table. Okay. So if you put stuff in a crafting table and arrange it and then walk away from the crafting table, those items you can then see on top of the crafting table just out and about. All right. Yeah, I think that would be super cool. And I think a lot of builders would have fun with that. I would like to see, I've seen it, It's there's mods for it, but like a new GUI for the crafting table. Mm-hmm. Make it look like you're actually looking at it. A lot of times when you're using a crafted table, it's kind of like a transparent image. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'd be cool if you were like looking down at the crafting table while you're crafting things. Yeah. And uh, I, I've seen it a couple times. Uh, it was really cool when I noticed it. I was like, man, why don't we have those? And I think the crafting table is a good example to use there. Yeah. I think a lot of the GUIs need a bit of an update. Not a whole redo, but just kind of a quality of life update. And that might be a cool one for the crafting table. Yeah, no big, big change. Just a new look. Next item, campfire. Campfire, yep. That also didn't make the cut. I was pretty surprised. It has a one. Mm-hmm. It is made with, what's that? Four, no, three logs, three sticks, and a, either a coal or a charcoal. That's for a regular mm-hmm. one. Uh, you can exchange the coal or charcoal for soul sand or soul soil to make the yes. blue campfire. Mm-hmm. But you'll still need the three logs, three sticks. Also, uh, campfire block 
can be used to cook food or act as a light source or smoke signal, similar to a beacon. And uh, the soul, the soul fire or soul campfire, same thing, except it's got the cyan-colored flames. Pretty cool looking. Yeah, and I can't remember. Can you cook food on the soul sand campfire? I don't know. I I imagine. Yeah, I would imagine you can. I've just never have seen it. But then again, I rarely see people cook food on a campfire anyways. Yeah, I like seeing it used as a lot of people use it for like bridging. Mm -hmm. I really like when people use it for that. And uh, chimney stalks. Yeah. Use it in the chimney for it to get the smoke. For sure. Campfire fixes, again, it kind of goes with if you're using a certain kind of log, I'd like the texture to reflect that. I know I'm like putting in hundreds of new blocks just based on textures and stuff, and that's a little ridiculous. But there's a reason <laughs> these last couple blocks of the week didn't get picked. Um, and that's because Mojang did their due diligence when creating these things. They gave them multiple uses. The like you said, a campfire can be used as a kind of beacon. If you put a haystack underneath it, it gives you a higher smoke signal. Right, that's another thing. Yeah, cooking food early game, you can do that. It takes a little bit longer, but you don't need a fuel source. Once you have a campfire lit, it's lit. Right. So that's nice. Good point. So coming up with a fix for the campfire, there's not a ton Except for, so they allow you to use a shovel to put the campfire out, right? Yeah. I would like that to either give you a piece of charcoal or maybe a chance for a piece of flint or something. Mm. Kind of useless, I know, but I feel that would be kind of cool. Yeah, it makes sense. I would like for the soul fire, you don't get much light from it. And I feel like because of that, maybe it, you don't take as much damage. Now, if you step on the campfire, you do take damage, mm -hmm. maybe, you know, with the blue soul fire. If you have a netherite boots, you could possibly walk over that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I've always liked the idea of maybe the blue fire regening your health. So, like, if you're within three blocks of the fire, you get a good regen going. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the, I would like a more of a difference besides the light level between those two fires. You know, maybe the blue fire does something a little different yeah. than the other fire. But as of right now, they're kind of the same. I just felt like with the netherite, it's fire resistant. Maybe you can walk across. Maybe you can. I don't know. I've never really tried it, but I know you do take damage on top of the campfire. Anyways, moving on, because we're actually getting a little on time now. Mm -hmm. A lot of blocks. <laughs> a lot of blocks. We got a lot of loser blocks. Loser blocks, God. This is the loser block week. Uh, smoker. What do you got for smoker? Smoker is made with a furnace with four logs around it. That's how you make the smoker. Uh, it is a block that cooks food items similar to a furnace, but twice as fast. Also serves as a butcher's work block, work site block, and can be found in any village mined with a pickaxe. Not much changes to the smoker. I don't, I was not a fan of the blast furnace smoker coming out, I felt that a furnace array already does the job of these blocks, and we didn't need them. Mm -hmm. uh, and I kind of still stand by that. I get the smoker cooks twice as fast, but it still uses the same amount of fuel. So if I want it to cook twice as fast, I just make twice as many furnaces. 
and they're a lot easier to make. They're a lot cheaper to make. You need logs to make a smoker, mm-hmm. which doesn't sound expensive, especially late in game. But if you're late in game, you already have a large furnace array that can cook everything. So you don't have to worry about a smoker. To me, the only time I found smokers useful was when I had a kelp farm and I could cook the kelp through the smokers because it was faster Mm. and I wasn't really relying on anything else. But yeah. Yeah, sometimes with those kind of farms, you kind of, it's built into the farm. You feed it through Mm -hmm. a furnace. I guess, yeah, a smoker would be good instead of a furnace to feed through. Instead of getting kelp, you're getting cooked kelp through the farm. Right. But other than that, yeah, I I don't have much of a use for a smoker. <laughs> Give me a use. Yeah. Um, maybe if I cook foods through a smoker, it gives me a bit more saturation. Yeah. Maybe I smoked salmon instead of giving me, uh, was it two and a half uh, hunger bars? It gives me three and a half. Yeah. This goes back to what I was talking to earlier, where food needs a bit of a rework. And I don't necessarily mean give me more food, give me better ways to use the food that's already in the game. And I think the smoker has the ability to do that now that thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, the only time I use it pretty much is for the butcher's job site. But then again, you don't really see too many butchers out there. So it's you don't see it much at all, the smoker. Right. So, yeah. Um, Next block. Yes. Composter. What you got? Composters made with seven slabs, any variant of wood slabs. Wood slabs. Almost blew that. Uh, this yeah. block converts food and plant material into bone meal. Mm-hmm. It also serves as a farmer villager's job site block and is mined with an axe. Can be found naturally in villages also. Other than the now every block thing with texture dependent wood and everything like that. I, no, I'm not even going to use that. For the composter, because I actually like the composter texture. I think they nailed it right. It really does look like its own wood thing. And it looks like it's aged wood. Like it's been filled with junk its entire life. Um, which is great. I love it. I love the fact that it gives you bone meal. I love the fact that when you put more stuff in it, the texture changes inside of the composter to the point where you can use it as a potted plant base. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. My big complaint, though, is when you hook a hopper to it, not necessary to pull stuff out the bottom, but to put stuff into it, I don't think you can put a hopper in the side of it like you can other blocks. You have to do it from the top down. Uh, I don't know. And I don't like that. You can't? I didn't know that. I think that's the way it is, because I tried it at my base, and I think I had to have the hopper coming in from the top. I could be wrong, and maybe I just wasn't thinking when I did that, but... That's what I'm thinking. If that's the case, make it so you can put the hopper in the side like everything else. Yeah. I mean, most time if I'm going to use it, I haven't used it yet. I do want to convert some things into bone meal eventually. Mm-hmm. So I haven't I haven't even got to use it yet. But yeah, I'd probably take it from the top anyway. I could see there being times where maybe it can't go there. You know, you got to take it to the side. But I'll probably just run a hopper line right through it if I were to do it. Yeah, not much on the composter. I mean, it was a really cool addition. Yeah, I love the composter. I'm kind of surprised it didn't it didn't win any of those blocks of the week. Well, I think we found block of the week winners were stuff that were older that a lot of people weren't using anymore. Mm-hmm. 
or they were like the smoker, which people just didn't use, period, because there are better ways. Yeah. Uh, Grindstone. Grindstone was one that didn't make it. It is made with two of any wood planks, two sticks, and one stone slab. Mm -hmm. Now, this slab can't be a, what is it, a polished stone slab? Smooth. Smooth stone slab, that's right. It's got to be just a stone slab. I've been confused about that because it looks like a smooth stone. Yes, and that's my only fix for the grindstone is change the crafting recipe. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the same page. Uh, grindstone is a weaponsmith job site used to repair items and tools and remove enchantments from them. Mm -hmm. That was pretty big addition. Yeah. I use them all the time for that. It can be found natural, naturally in villages also. I love the functionality of the grindstone. I think it's amazing. I think it's extremely useful. I love the texture of the grindstone. Again, I think it has more purpose than just a toolbox. If you look at my wandering trader store, I used it for a pillar. Mm, yeah. Which is really cool. My only complaint is the texture doesn't make any sense that you use stone when it looks like smooth stone. It's when you go back to the lectern, you have what looks like a bookshelf in the middle of it, so you know to craft it using a bookshelf. Well, when you look at a grindstone, that doesn't make any sense. Yep. I've had that issue first time I crafted it. Like, what? Yeah. Don't change the texture. I love the texture. Change the recipe. Getting smooth stone is not that hard, so I'm for changing that recipe. Right. I think we're moving on to the main topic now. We got one more. Don't you don't you try to pass this one. There's oh there's the, one more. <laughs> the biggest loser one. Yeah. Oh, you want me to say it then? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna make you say it. <laughs> I saw what you were doing there. The beehive did not make it. Thanks, guys, by the way, for not putting for the beehive. Uh but we gotta talk about it anyway. Or not. I could just end I can just shut us down right now. No. Uh hey. it is made with <laughs> Any six wood planks and uh, three honeycomb in the middle. Uh, beehive are naturally generated blocks that house bees. And our uh, beehives are crafted versions of the bee's nest. Bee's nest are found naturally in trees. Mm -hmm. And uh, you must have a campfire underneath of it to be able to mine it uh, and silk touch. Or else the bees will get upset. Yeah. So not much in ways to improve the beehive. I really like the beehive texture, especially when I'm seeing people use it in floors. It looks so good. Okay. Um, my only fix would be a way to see how many bees are inside the beehive. Yeah. Because there, <laughs> I can't remember how many times last season when I was putting bees' nests up, I'd have to sit there and count the bees that went into the nest to know whether or not I had enough to go ahead and move it. Yeah, or how many you have to take care of yeah you never know how many's in there i know you can break it and do f3 and stuff but a, a nat a more vanilla natural way would be nice yeah but that's it that's it for block of the week yeah i have nothing to say about the beehive <laughs> i said enough anyways let's get into our topic which is drawn on our pre-show topic where croc mentioned what were the best things to come out of 2020? Well, let's talk about the three best things to come out of Minecraft 2020. All righty. Uh, I'll let you go first, Jimbo. Yeah, uh, my number three 
is all the new games that have been implemented. I feel like the audience has grown because of this. You got creators like Dream, who has blown up this year and has brought all these really tactical games to the table, and a lot of people are playing them nowadays. Uh, again, we have to play some of these, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're gonna get our get our hands in it a little bit. But I feel like these new games just brought a whole nother generation to Minecraft. Only thing is, twenty. I didn't know if like these were just a twenty twenty thing. Some of these new games, or if it's just the popularity has grown because of them, or if it's not because of them, or it's the creator itself that you know plays the games. But I figured the new games was uh okay to choose. I think it's more dependent on like you look at Among Us. That game came out like two or three years ago. But it didn't get, didn't get popular until 2020, so most people consider it a 2020 game. Right. My number three is the great updates. We got the 116 update, which was a massive nether overhaul. Now we've got 117 coming, which is a massive cave overhaul. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm extremely happy for it. I think they're they're great updates. I I would have rather seen something other than a cave update, but the cave update in itself looks great. So I'm I'm excited to see what it's going to be like. Yeah, I guess that wouldn't be the announcement of the cave update would be a 2020 thing, but we still don't get to get the full release yet to play with it. Nope. But the announcement was, was just as great, honestly, hearing about it and stuff. What about you? What's your number two? Uh, Number two is the growth of Minecraft. You mentioned earlier that where there's over 200 billion views and next up wasn't even half that. So it's the growth of Minecraft. A lot of people, a lot of people would say a while ago that it was dying and I've never seen it that way. Um, I didn't think it would make this much of a grow or much of a growth to be honest, but yeah, it's just consistently growing. I, I tell people about it more nowadays. It's a lot easier to tell people you play Minecraft mm-hmm. because it's a lot more popular. And being an adult, it's not a conversation you usually bring up, but it's a lot easier now, you know? Yeah. I'm going to switch my number one and number two. My number two now is going to be the ambience that they've added to the game. Yeah. You really saw it in the nether. And I think we're going to see it in the cave update. They've already hinted at that, that there will be some more stuff in there. And I think that's something that the game was missing. So if you're not in a village, if you're not uh, in a place you've been building, the ambience feels dead, like you're alone. So the new sounds, the new noises, the new music, uh, very good. And I really like it. I mean, let's face it, Pig Step got huge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ambience the ambience is one of the big things for me in the nether the nether update Mm -hmm. that ambience was like the game changer there are so many cool things added but that is definitely my favorite part of the nether update yeah which is my number one i put it as number one partly because of the ambience we got that you know that feeling that we're in a different place that feeling of discomfort sometimes and uh, you don't even have to be moving, you know, just the sounds of everything make you look around and make sure you're okay. And it feels perfect for the nether, mm-hmm. the noises that come 
come off of the ambience. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the Nether Nether update in general changed Minecraft very, very much. Yeah, no, I agree. There's another word. Um, my number one has a little bit to do with that, but the Nether update was a big push to show, hey, we have some great stuff in place. It just needs a bit of a breath of life to bring it back. Uh, we saw that with Villages. We saw it with the ocean. Now we saw it with the nether update. We're going to see it with the cave update. And they truly are updates to stuff that have already been there. So, yeah, I agree. My number one is how 116 released not filled to the brim with bugs. Yeah. Ever since they did the bug update with the bees and stuff, they've been very good on trying to get the bugs down to a minimum before they fully release an update. I'm not saying it's perfect. There were a few bugs, but they took care of them early. And it was a great release. We weren't running around going, why is the server lagging all the time? Right. I mean, I remember 1.13 coming out and the fish just killed the server. And it's like, if a cod touches another fish, the server just like crashes. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty big moment when we started the season and everything was running good. Yeah. That didn't happen in the second season, but... Yeah, it was uh, it's pretty cool to be able to play it without any of that frustration. You know, be able mm -hmm. to enjoy the Nether update instead of loathe it. Yeah, but I think that's gonna do it for today's show. Been a great mm -hmm. first episode of the year. Good comeback. Good comeback. But before Jimbo reads us out, I want to say a huge thank you to all of our patrons for supporting the show. Our milk level patrons are Omni, Chief Big Bear, Croc. Fragile Rock, Stone Figure, the official CCL, Vipers, Tuna, and YDYT. If you too would like to get access to exclusive benefits and hours of extra content each month, please consider joining at patreon.com slash the withering effect. And if you like the show, you can share it with all of your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, follow us, or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach more listeners. If you'd like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at thewitheringeffect.com, tweet us, leave a voice message, or join our Discord, where you too can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links are in the show notes. This show has been brought to you by Jimbo and myself, but also our digital producer Carl. He helps make sure the show ends up where it should be. The amazing music you hear in the intro and outro was created by the one and only Decoy, and everyone's social media can be found down in the show notes. You guys have been awesome, as always. Thanks for getting withered with us. You should probably go drink your milk now. Bye. See you guys.